The Awareness Revolution Podcast, where we bring you alternative views on big topics that affect just about everyone. If you want to improve your life and change the world, then stay tuned. You'll hear cutting-edge health, financial, and personal development strategies from a revolutionary perspective. Warning. Listening may take you outside your comfort zone, separate you from the pack, and change the way you see the world. Here's your host. Jeremy Kinney. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Jeremy Kinney with the awarenessrevolution.com. I'm going to be talking about the real reason why Colin Kaepernick kneeled. And it's going to shock you because it's probably something that you haven't heard before. I know a lot of people believe, oh, he kneeled because at first he was sitting and some... Green Beret told him, you know, hey, be respectful, kneel instead. So Colin, that's why he kneeled. Okay, that's maybe part of the story. I'm going to give you the rest of the story. I'm going to give you the real reason why Colin actually kneeled. All right? I'm going to explain to you five things about Colin that many people aren't considering. And... That is that he's confused, he's misinformed, he's been manipulated by the media, he's virtue signaling, and last, and certainly not least, he's racist. (laughs) I know the the last one's the most controversial, okay? No, I don't think he's purposely being racist. Um, so bear with me, all right? Stick with me until the end because I'm going to explain. I'm going to make the case for what he's doing being a racist activity. Before I get into all that, I just want to start off by pointing out that basically what Colin did is turn the NFL into a shit show. So people go to watch the football games to escape from all the normal stuff. You know, if people want political stuff going on, they can just look in their Facebook news feed. You know, there's plenty of people like me that's posting this stuff all day long, and, and sometimes it's too much for a lot of people. So they want to escape. They just want to watch the game. The NFL isn't about virtue signaling. You know, it isn't his soapbox, and that's what he did. He turned the NFL's infrastructure, the the TV and and and. All the the fact that it's being broadcasted in front of millions and millions of people's eyes all over in the bars and restaurants and stuff like that, you know, they're showing this. And he turned that into his soapbox. I don't agree with that, all right? Um, also, another thing that he did was he hurt the NFL because a lot of people started boycotting the NFL because this was going on. And... The NFL is who was paying Colin and who's who made him famous. And if it weren't for the NFL, he would have had no soapbox to voice his opinion. I think he should have um, did it on a talk show, um, made a YouTube video like this, and voiced his opinion instead of using, Hey, look, the cameras are on me. Let me virtue signal. That's pretty much what happened, in my opinion. So let me start off by saying... I don't care if Colin sits, stands, or kneels, but it's pretty ridiculous that Nike would choose him 
for their advertisement, you know, especially he's not even playing sports anymore. He hasn't played in about two years. And from what I hear, I don't watch sports anymore because I grew up, you know, I was a kid. I used to watch it. I don't have time anymore because I'm studying real issues. But anyway, um, but I hear that he was riding the bench, you know, that he wasn't even the starting quarterback anymore. Um, so why would why would Nike choose him? Obviously, they chose him. They say he's the most inspirational. You know, come on. He's not even playing sports anymore. All right, stick to sports stars like you have been. That's what made you Nike, not to people that are virtue signaling when the cameras are on them. All right, bad move by Nike in my opinion. But I don't care. I, I don't care about. What I don't I don't have an opinion. I don't care if he stands or kneels, if he protests or whatever. I just think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous that he did it. I think he I think it's ridiculous even more far more ridiculous that uh the 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 media made a big deal about it and blew it out of proportion. And then I think it's even more ridiculous that Nike years later decides to use him in their advertisements. So let me go over over the real reason why he kneeled. And that's because the cameras were rolling, all right? My neighbor across the street sometimes put the American flag out there, like for um, 4th of July and stuff like that. Um, you know, I mean, if if he was, if, if Colin was at a bar and everyone was singing, uh, you know, the national anthem, he wouldn't have kneeled. Um, you know, Colin could have took a moment of silence, you know, at home. He could have expressed his views on his own time, but he didn't. He chose to do so when the cameras were on him for a reason other than that. That's not the time and place for that. You know, people are watching the game. So, um, let me first start off explaining why I think Colin is confused. And this is just a theory, you know, so take it with a grain of salt. But Colin is mixed, all right? So what I think is going on is part of him's white, part of him's black. The black part of him is like, hey, why are they shooting blacks, you know, why are the cops, specifically, um, shooting black people, like, why are they targeting them, and why are they treating them so bad, and, and he's standing up against that, because he's like, I'm black, you know, and you guys are targeting blacks, but then the other side of him is white, and he's got a little, little bit of white guilt, I think, you know, like, oh, well, you know, so I think he's a little bit confused on the matter. All right, now, again, stay with me. I'm gonna make this case. Don't 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 judge until the end. All right, Let, hear me out. All right. Another characteristic of Colin is he's uninformed or misinformed. I'm gonna make the case for that, but I'm gonna have to get into some numbers, some statistics, in order to make that case. So let's jump in. First, let's look at the total population demographics. 77% of America is white. 
while only 13% of Americans are black. Now, only about 5% are Asian, and then, you know, we've got Hispanic and others that make up the, other, the, the rest. So, by far, most people in America are white, right? Again, 77% blacks, 13%. Let's look at some other statistics, but keep those numbers in mind. Basically, there's about six times as many white people as there are black. What Colin is supposedly standing up for is police brutality specifically against black people, all right? He doesn't want to stand for a country that oppresses black people. Meanwhile, he's playing in the NFL, making millions of dollars per year for throwing a ball around, literally, okay? So this man makes millions of dollars per year for throwing a ball around as a black man and is complaining about how America oppresses black people. That alone should become shocking, you know? That should be a big red flag right there, you know? If we were oppressing all black people because of the color of their skin, we wouldn't be paying them millions of dollars to throw a ball around when there's lots of white people working hard jobs like my stepdad growing up who made $10 an hour and had a terrible job where it was inside of a factory. It was over 100 degrees when he'd go in there. And the NFL is 28% white and 68% black, but only 1% Asian. Okay, so the NFL must favor black people, right? If, if, if everything's supposed to be equal, right? You know, police should be shooting an equal amount percentage-wise as um, they are blacks and whites, right? So since they would argue that Americans are 77% of the population, according to their theory or argument or whatever in the heck it is, 77% of the shooting should be black, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, should be white people. This is nonsense, and I'm going to get into it why, but first, let me just crunch these numbers, okay? Because this is what this is about, all right? It's about the numbers. Of course, some black people get shot, some white people get shot, but he's saying that they specifically target black people in this a disproportionate amount of police brutality towards blacks. So, in the NFL... You know, it's a, there's a disproportionate amount of black people, right? The numbers are flip-flopped around. Shouldn't there be 77% white people? Of course not. Why? Because things aren't equal, you know? We can't ever get equality because people aren't equal. We should have equal opportunity, but we can't expect equal outcome, you know, because then, you know, there'd be someone in the NFL saying, oh, well, we've got a disproportionate amount of black people. We need more Asians. We need more whites because we've got to be equal. That doesn't make any sense, all right? So let's look at the st statistics for police shootings in 2015. 50% of the police shootings were, um, the victims were white, while 26% of the police shootings are black. So if you just look at it like that, the police are shooting twice as many white people as they are black people. So what people who support Collins' move, you know, his stance, his you know, whatever you want to call it, 
you know, they cherry pick data. Like, you know, blacks are five times as likely to be shot, you know, on a per population basis than white people. But, you know, we could just as easily say, hey, look, you're uh, twice as likely to be shot as a white person than you are a black because there's twice as many whites shot, you know? I mean, we all know it's easy to lie with statistics and it's dishonest of them to pick one st statistic and use that as the basis like, oh, okay, well then there must be... Um, police brutality of targeting against blacks. Um, the the numbers don't tell the whole story, you know. And we're gonna get more into the story. But first, I before we get any more into the numbers, I do want to say, I totally agree. There are police. There's there's a problem with police brutality. Um, I've been screaming this long before Colin was. In fact, long before Colin. I, mean, I think he's uh, seven years younger than me. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. You know, he was nine years old when I was the biggest advocate, you know, yelling about police brutality when no one else even understood what I was talking about because I was the victim of police brutality as a teenager. You know, they were arresting me, you know, for, for things that I didn't think I, were wrong, you know, and uh, they were profiling me. They were pulling me over, harassing me all the time. I went from loving being in a vehicle. I, I got my first car, you know, I, I bought it myself cash. I started working at 14 years old as soon as I was legally able to work. And I saved up all my paychecks except one, which I used to buy speakers. Then I bought a car cash as soon as I turned 16. I started getting my license and everything before I was 15, before I was 16. So that way I had this whole thing planned out. I loved the freedom. I loved the vehicle. And, you know, in, in about a year, I mean, I got arrested a bunch of times. And never once did a, an officer pull me over and say, you know, walk up to the car and say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were white. Have a good day, sir. Go on. You no, know, that never happened. Okay. They profiled me. They arrested me. They, they violated my rights. You know, people are like, oh, they can't do that. Yes, they can. They can do whatever they want. And then, you know, it's got to get sorted out of the courtroom. That's a different story. I'm kind of digressing a little bit. We're going to get back to this. But I just want to make it clear. I totally agree there's police brutality against whites and blacks. Why were they harassing me? Well, I had a car with windows tinted with rims on it. I had speakers in there, so the music would be bumping. I'd be riding around at 2 a.m. You know, a lot of the time, pretty much every time they harassed me like that was at nighttime. So just where I lived at the time, I had a car, and they would uh, harass me. And it wasn't because of the color of my skin. It was because they were profiling me. And they take all that into, a, into account. You know, and if they're adding uh, skin color in there, then, you know, I mean, that's messed up. Okay, but they're not like letting me off because I'm white. You know what I mean? It just gives them, you know, I mean, the police are a big problem. I mean, I, I, I've liked the, the, fa uh, the Facebook page, Police the Police, something like that for years now. You know what I mean? This is not a new issue. To I'm all about exposing police corruption. I've even sued the police myself. I'm probably the most anti-cop person that you know, okay? I know there's problems with it. But in order for us to fix the problem, we have to diagnose the problem. 
You know, if we get the diagnosis wrong, then we're probably going to get the the solution wrong. We're going to get the cure wrong. So we've got to figure out what's going on. And, and, and that's another topic. Watch my other videos. By the way, give me a thumbs up, you guys. Watch my other videos. Subscribe to my channel. I've got videos like what if the government had to earn our money. Um, I've got a lot of content. I'll be covering more about uh, police brutality. If you want me to tell my story, I'll, I'll uh, leave, leave me a comment. Put a comment below. Say, hey, look, tell us about, you know, the police brutality. If you got a question, let me know. Um, I, I try to engage with my audience as much as possible because I'm rebuilding my YouTube channel because I, I published videos before about the shootings and stuff like that, and they didn't like that. They deleted me. They don't want people... You're not allowed to question these events. Anyway, um, so I'm all about it. I'm all for question um, everything. All right, and police brutality is a big problem. So I don't. I just want to put that out there up front. So let's look at some of these numbers. If you look at this graph, you'll see whites killed by blacks and blacks killed by whites. Now remember, 77% of the population is white, and only 13% of the population is black. So that's about six times as many white people as there are black. But when you look at the numbers, there's more whites being killed by blacks. There's a lot more. And there's, um, even though there's a lot more white people to kill black people. Right? Um, you know, I mean, but see, the thing is, is the truth is, is most black people are killed by black people. And most white people are killed by white people. People just tend to kill their own race more than anything else. Let's look at the um, homicide victims by race. It's about the same. You know, this shows white, whites killed by whites, blacks killed by blacks. It's, it's about the same. But when you look at the total overall, about half, actually just over half of all the murders are committed by black people, specifically young black males. They're the ones doing the murdering. They're the ones getting murdered. Um, so is it a coincidence that the people that are getting shot by police are young black males? You know, how come they're not... If they're just killing black people because they're racist, why aren't they killing old black women? You know? Well, are they just only racist to young black males? And it has nothing to do with the fact that it's young black males that are committing the violent crimes? I mean, think about it. Again, 52% of the offenders of homicide are black, even though... Black people are only 13% of the population. And of that 13%, young black males are only a few percent. So really it's a few percent of the population that's committing half of the murders. Okay, so let's look at some of the solutions. Because as I always like to point out the problems, I also love to point out the solutions. So here we go.
So let's look at a few more statistics and this will help hopefully bring a lot of light and, and really, um, you know, turn this kind of a negative conversation into a positive conversation because now we're starting to get into what we can do about it. So if you look at the percentage of households of single parents, you'll see that 19% are white and 49% of black households have single parents, while Hispanics are 28%. There's a lot of evidence that suggests single parent households are more likely to um, raise children that are going to suffer from poverty and that are going to be more inclined to commit crimes. So this is... You know, this is something, this is like an inconvenient truth, okay? See, um, Colin, in this case, but, you know, this can apply to anyone, black people, white people, or whatever. What they like to do is point at the government and ask the government for help. Hey, you need to fix this problem. Let's make things more equal. And the government loves that because it gives them a job to do. Another number to look at is births outside of marriage. And... The birth of white people outside of marriage happens about 21% of the time, where within the Hispanic community, it's 54% of the time. And blacks are born outside of marriage 72% of the time. And there's probably a high um, correlation between births outside of marriage and births, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, in households with single parents. You know, if they're not married, then it's much easier for the father to just give up and say, okay, I'm gone. Which, interestingly, was the case with Colin's biological parents. See, he's mixed, so one parent's white, one is black. And, of course, um, the dad is black. And he left. Mom, Colin's biological mom, gave him up for adoption. And then Colin was uh, raised with white parents. So, you know, this affects Colin's life a lot. And it affects a lot of people, too. All right? So, you know, the thing is, the problem with asking the government to fix your problems is that you're powerless. You know, you got to just hope and 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 don't count on it, okay? Because government is the problem, all right? With just about every problem the government is is somewhere around there, okay? They're not they're not the solution. So, why give the power to the government and say, "Hey, look, fix this." But the real um solution is something that we can all act upon and the black community can get married, they can stay together, they can have two parents in a home. You don't need the government to help you with that. So this puts the ball in their court, so to speak. So, you know, if you really want to help black people, you know, maybe bring awareness to this. That's my message to you, Colin. This is, you know, hopefully, obviously he's not going to watch this, but, um, you know, this applies to everyone. You know, instead of asking the government to do something, instead of complaining, 
you know, this is something that we can all do to improve our lives, our neighborhoods, um, everything. So, you know, instead of pointing the finger, you know, when you're pointing the finger at one person, you've got four or three pointing back at you. So, um, this needs to change. You know, we can't have so many single parent households, particularly in the uh, households of the minorities. That's where it's all happening. And that's a big reason for a lot of the problems, such as crime, such as poverty. Okay? So don't ignore that. Don't let the black people off the hook and act like they're not doing anything wrong and it's only white cops. You know, white people are oppressing black people. It's not true. You know, even to the extent that it is, it's like, okay, well, why why just stick up for one color? You know, if there's uh if there's um a group of black people over here fighting, you know, getting beat up, and then there's a group of white people getting beat up by the same group, you know, why would you only stand up for one? Why would you say, hey, don't beat up the white people? You know, it's the same thing, you know, well, hey, don't beat up the black people, that's not right. Well, what, what about the white people that's getting beat up? What about the white people that's getting shot? Okay, so that explains why he is uninformed. Now, obviously, it also explains how he is being manipulated by the media because the media is the one who's making these cases like the Michael Brown and all this other stuff that happen. They're making it so big. They're blowing it out of proportion. They're making people think that this is like some some new thing, that we've got all these racist cops and all this other stuff. And that's because Obama. All this started happening when Obama was president. When a, a black, you know, never once did he take a stand when there was a black cop that killed a white person. You know, um... I don't know if he even took a stand when a white person, white cop killed a white person. It was always when it was a white cop, black victim, you know. And even the um, the case, uh, I forget what it was. Uh, ah, whatever, it doesn't matter the name, but you'll 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 know who I'm talking about. That happened here in Orlando. Um, they the media played it like it was a white and black thing, but the guy was actually um was actually Spanish. He was Hispanic. He was half Hispanic. Um, so it, it the whole thing is to create racial division. And that's why when people like Colin do this, they're just creating more racial division. They're creating more divide. And it's making white and black people clash and have problems with each other when really what they need to be doing is having a problem with the power of the government. But here's the thing. Anytime you pick out one race, you know, f solely because of their skin color, you know, that's racism. You know, like if, if, if whether you're favoring them or you're um, putting them down, you know, I think what Colin did is racist. I'm going to make a better case for you for this at the end of the video. So make sure to stick around. But, you know, if. If he's if both white and black people are getting slaughtered, you know, they're getting killed by police officers to only stand up for the blacks that are getting killed, that's racist. Can you imagine if one of the white football players would have did the same thing and said, Hey, look, cops are killing twice as many whites as they're killing blacks. I, I I'm not gonna stand up for oppression against white people 
people would have been like, man, he's a white supremacist. You know, and, and that's racist. You know, that's racist uh, to, to even think that he's a white supremacist just because he's white. You know, obviously if it was a black person standing up for white people getting shot, they wouldn't say he's a white supremacist. You know what I mean? So you would just be saying that because the person's white. It just makes no sense, okay? Um, that's the problem here. You know, police brutality is a problem. They, they're, they're killing too many whites and blacks, and they're not being held accountable for it. That's the problem. But when you only stand up for black people and not the white people who are getting shot, you're being racist. Colin, if you can hear me, that's racist. Okay, let me dig a little bit more into the whole Collins being racist issue because I know this is controversial, so let me hash it out a little bit. Let's say you have a business and you're like, hey, um, I'm not going to serve black people. That's racist. But in the same way, if you say, I'm only going to serve white people, that's racist. All right. So it works for the, um, the affirmative or the negative, right? You know, if, if, if you're, if you're going to say only whites can drink from this water fountain, that's the same, the same blacks can't drink from the white fountain, the water fountain. So it's the same thing, Right. And it's racist. So you can be racist in favor of one race over another, because that's putting the other race down. Or you can be racist being against um, a certain race, right? I consider racism as whether you're doing whether it's a good or bad when it's done to an entire race of people solely because of their skin color. So. You know, if you're saying only white people can drink from this fountain, that's racist, right? If there's a group of people being slaughtered and you only come to save one race of the people, that's racist. And that's what Colin is doing here. Police are killing white and black people. And he's like, hey, 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 stop killing the black people. What? What about the white people? This is crazy. It's racist. But a lot of people believe, and they want others to believe, that racism is a one-way street. That's ridiculous. Just look at the white genocide that's happening in South Africa right now. Watch Lauren Southern's documentary called Farmlands. It's on YouTube, available for free. That's racist. That's racism. It's a good example of it. So black people can be racist against white people and they are racist against white people in many cases it does go both ways right but it's really not a big problem anymore you know i think racism was at an all-time low and then obama started making a big deal about it and created so much more racial tension and i think that's the point because they want us arguing with each other instead of teaming up together and going against the government. The government is losing its power. It's being exposed for the corrupt government that it is. We're becoming so wealthy and prosperous, and um, we're sharing information so much that people are starting to realize, first of all, we don't need any government. You know, that's a big movement, you know. Look at anarcho-capitalists. You know, look at my videos about anarcho-poco and, and just read about anarcho-capitalists. Um, 
basically, you know, watch Larkin Rose. I've got an interview with him. I'm going to be uploading here any day at Anorcapoco. I mean, there's just so much great information out there, and it's a growing movement. People are realizing we don't need a government anymore. It's a, it's a revolutionary idea. So, you know, they've got to constantly create a, a reason to live, you know, a reason to survive. You know, they've got to justify their own existence. So they got to make people think that there's work that needs to be done. Only the government can do it. And it's not true. So that's why I believe they're doing this, to confuse everyone, to create a racial divide so they can say, hey, you know, look, you want us to help make things right? You want us to evil level the playing field out and all this other stuff? And, you know, and it's just making us fight against each other instead of fighting together against the real problem, which is the government. Before I wrap this up, I just want to point out how stupid of a move I think Colin made. Now, obviously, it kind of worked out for him because he got a Nike endorsement, but that wasn't guaranteed. Maybe he had spoken with them um, before quitting the NFL. Um, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I haven't even looked that much into it. So, you know, if you know, let me know uh, in the comments below or something. But... The thing is, is he was making millions of dollars per year. This is what most people, I mean, even me, when I was young, I, I would have loved to have been in the NBA. You know, I would have loved to have played sports for a living. Who wouldn't? What a nice job, you know, especially at that, that kind of money. I played basketball for a living for, you know, for just to make a living for millions of dollars. You know, that would be wonderful. So he had basically achieved what many, many kids only dream of. All right, and he did it here in America, the same country where he claims oppresses black people. Um, so the thing is, is kneeling doesn't do anything to stop oppression. Yeah, maybe it raises awareness, but come on, people already knew. It isn't like people had never heard of this argument that you know about the blacks getting you know killed by police officers until he took a kneel and then all of a sudden everyone became aware of it you know that's nonsense everyone already knew because Barack Obama started making a big deal about it and, and and these these shootings have been in the news for a while this has been going on for a while so he did nothing to raise awareness he did nothing to lower police brutality by kneeling all right so what what he did do is he reduced his income now yeah maybe he is getting money off Nike now because of it but he could have got in a, a, an endorsement by Nike while he was still playing. He could do both. He could do Nike advertisements and play football. Imagine if he took all the money that he made from playing football and did some good with that. You know, he could give it all away. He could, uh, um, I don't know, I, I like the documentary Flow about all these kids in um, poverty places in Africa and stuff like that where... They don't have running water. You know, that's what I would like to see. I would like to see everyone have running water. I'd like to see everyone have, be fed. And, you know, for millions of dollars a year for throwing a ball around, you could really, you could do a lot of good in this world. I think he could do way more good in the world by taking the money he makes playing football and using that for um, good purposes. Now, of course, he's going to make some money off Nike, but how long would that last? Um, so, I think 
he, he would bring a lot more value to the black community. But why just focus on the black community? Whatever, you know. Um, that would be like a white person specifically given to only white people. Like, here's a grant, but only white people can get it. But anyway, let's just say he's going to give it to black people and be racist. Um, he could give a lot more to the black community by giving the money that he makes from football. You know? Um, what good is he going to do, like, standing up for police brutality? What's he going to go give a speech? You know? And what cops are going to be like, getting ready to shoot a black person, like, oh, I'm, I would shoot you, but, mm, that message about Colin, oh, it really gets to me. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to not, I'm not going to pull the trigger now. Like, is, is that he, what he think? He, he, he thinks that these racist cops that are killing black people because of the color of their skin are all of a sudden going to be deterred from their racist rampage because there's a mixed football player that doesn't agree with it? It's ridiculous. You know, it's just a publicity stunt. Maybe because his career was coming to an end, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never even seen the man play. I didn't even know who he was until this. So that just shows in itself, you know, he got a lot of publicity because I would still, not to this day, I wouldn't know who he is. But now I do. So he's more famous you know, he started virtue signaling, made himself even more famous, and um, and got lucky and got a Nike endorsement. You know, but um, I just think there's a lot better things that you could do to fight oppression than to kneel. All right, and I this is what I'm doing. I'm fighting oppression by awakening people. Awaken. I'm facilitating the awakening that's happening on the planet right now through the internet by sharing information just like this. So by the way, share this video so other people can get this um, perspective. And don't fall for the media's tricks, okay? This is all a bunch of nonsense. That's what I'm saying. I'm not mad at Colin for kneeling. I'm not like, oh, he disrespected my country. I don't care at all. But it's pretty ridiculous that it's got this far, and I think all that needs to stop. We've got to focus on the real problem. That's government corruption, government power. The U.S. was made to be a limited government. That's what the Constitution was designed to do. And the government has gotten so big, so powerful, that people don't even know what limited government is anymore. No one even wants it. They want all this free stuff from government, even though it's not free. And so much more, right? So this is the problem. Police aren't held accountable for their own actions. They can do this and get away with it because the government is so powerful. And it's the war on drugs that's the problem. That's why they're doing that, and that's because the federal government... You know, the war on drugs is unconstitutional. How do you know? Look at the Tenth Amendment. And it says the powers that aren't granted to the government are reserved to the states. So unless the Constitution gives the federal government a certain power, it doesn't have that power. And nowhere in the Constitution does it grant the federal government the power to regulate drugs. Um, so this is a fraud that needs to be uncovered. You know, it's the government, the war on drugs, that's the problem. Because then the federal government gives grants out to local law enforcement agencies. And these agencies rely on this federal funding. And that that's it's free money for them. And, they, and the reason why the federal government can do that so uh, so freely is because all the money's made up anyway. That it's sent, used from central banking. 
the um, the money is created out of thin air, and then they can use the money for whatever they want because they didn't earn it to begin with. So they can use this monopoly money to bribe states to do things that they want. And this central power is the thing that the founding documents was meant to prevent from happening. But here we are 200-something years later, and it's happening. That's the problem, and to fix it, we need to get back to a limited government or get rid of government. It even basically says the same thing in the Declaration of Independence. Let me go ahead and read this real quick. It says, We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are, uh, they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their powers from the consent of the governed. And here's the part. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. You guys, it is time to alter or abolish government, all right? Because again, as it says in the Declaration of Independence, we have these rights endowed to us by God, and basically the government is put there to secure our freedoms. And any time it is destructive of those ends you know anytime it's doing something other than securing our freedoms it's our right and it's our duty to alter or change the government it's time for a revolution guys and it's the awareness revolution all right so thanks for watching my video guys again like it and share it and subscribe to my channel so that way you can get updates when future videos come out because I hope to see you in a future video.